This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. Today is the 7th of Tishrei, 5782. Yes, we are now in the time way, time wise, of the calendar year of 5782. I will explain soon. I have wanted for some time to do an episode on how I think time is an abstract concept. So this is my personal episode of about why and how time is an abstract concept. I will do a combination of the research of the four different Jewish New Years, the four Jewish calendar New Years and how that works, and also about my own thoughts, opinions, and experiences about how I view the concept of time and how I find time to be abstract. So, let's get first. Before I get right into the different kinds of four different New Years, I want to say as far as time is concerned and how time... We don't know how little or how much and how it's all going to be for all of us. In the uh, autumn winter of 2011, I did seasonal work for Thanksgiving as a job instead of deciding to be with Thanksgiving for my family. And then in the spring of 2012, my grandfather passed away. So had I known that, I probably wouldn't have worked seasonal job during Thanksgiving dinner in the Thanksgiving of 2011 because we never know how long we're going to get to see someone and how long we, whether or not we should do something or not do something by choice. But I'll get more about thoughts, opinions, and experiences about time with people later on. I just want to use that first example with how that went with life. Now, the four Jewish calendar New Year's. We've just recently passed Tishrei 1 recently, and we are in the new calendar year of 5782. I will soon tell you how the year of creation starts, how our Jewish lunar moon calendar is separate from that secular Gregorian calendar. But here we go. I'm going to go over four different URL links about the Jewish New Year. Page 1. According to the Mishnah, there are actually four New Years on the Jewish calendar. The Jewish New Year for the year of they are the Jewish New Year for the year of for trees, the for kings and for animals. I don't know what kings means, but we'll get into the animal part soon. The first of Tishrei is the holiday of Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year of the calendar, and the fifteenth of Shvat is the New Year for the trees. All right. Let's go over these four. First link of the first four of the New Year's. One, the one most people know about is the head of the head of the year or Rosh Hashanah. Head of the year kicks off the days of awe that culminate with Yom Kippur. It is the most recognized New Year on the Jewish calendar, with synagogues around the world drawing their largest crowds of the year. Rosh Hashanah, literally the head of the year, is the new year of the calendar. The year's assigned number is based on the biblical calculation of the age of the world. That's the most well-known of the New Year's, but the Jewish, year, Jewish years also have three more other New Year's throughout the year outside of Rosh Hashanah. The second one, which is the, Jew, the New Year for the Trees, Tu Bishvat. 
The new year for the trees is often called the Jewish Earth Day. The holiday has been adopted by environmentalists. What began as a day to mark the age of fruit trees for tithing purposes has become a day devoted to honoring trees. As, Jew as Jews, our tradition instructs us to care for the earth. In the classical environment call to arms, earth is in the balance then Senator Al Gore points out that while Genesis grants humanity dominion over the planet, we are also responsible for the being good stewards of the earth. Planting trees and tubish seders have become the most common ways to celebrate the holiday. The seder includes fruits, nuts, and wine. Just as the Passover seder, the meal is accompanied by four cups of progressively darkening wine. The Kabbalists in Safed the Kabbalists in Safed in the 17th century introduced the custom of four cups, differently colored wine, to the Tubishvat Seder, going from white to rose to light red to, to dark red, symbolizing the ripening of the natural cycle. Each cup of wine is blended from white, from red, from red, red and white wines. What? White wine represents nature in potential. Red wine represents nature in full bloom. Number three. The third type of New Year, the Jewish New Year's, is called the New Year for the Animals. This animal one is the, the one I think of at least known. It doesn't come to me from the other three as much. This one is about animals, the third one. And animals I don't think of as much as, as the other kind of three years. But... For the animals, renewing this holiday as a Rosh Hashanah Labichemot, a new year for animals, is an idea whose time has come. Observing the holiday would increase awareness to Judaism, Judaism's powerful teachings about, com, about com, com, compassion to animals. This includes God's compassion is all over his works, including animals. The righteous person considers the lives of his or her animals. The great Jewish leaders, Moses and King David, were deemed suitable to be leaders because of their compassionate care of the sheep when they were shepherds. Farmers were not to yoke a, str were not to yoke a strong and a weak animal, not to muzzle an animal while the animal is threshing in the field. The Ten Commandments indicate, indicates that animals, as well as people, are, are to rest on the Sabbath day, and much more summarized in the Torah mandate that Jews are to avoid, are to avoid Se'ar Ba'alei Chaim, Se'ar Ba'alei Chaim, causing any unnecessary sorrow to animals. And the fourth of the Jewish New Year's is the New Year of Kings, the fourth and least celebrated New Year, even though I don't remember the animal one as much. The fourth and least celebrated New Year is actually the first month of the Jewish calendar. Before the exodus from Egypt, the Israelites were told, This month, the month of Nisan, shall be for you the first of the months. Passover, which celebrates the formation of the Jewish people as a nation through their redemption from Egyptian slavery, is marked on the 15th of Nisan. It is the month that led to the, to the birth of the Jewish nation. Thus, Nisan is the Jewish year for the purpose of counting the reign of the kings of Israel. And this is the first page URL link of four different, uh, web, four different web pages explaining about, 
uh, the Jewish New Year and the Jewish calendar system and how it works. So now that I've done that first link, let's go right into the second link. Here we go. How many Jewish New Years? In ancient times, there were four Jewish New Years on the Jewish calendar. Time, time is an abstract concept. We'll get, we'll get that more into the second half about how I view that. Time, in its essence, is an uneasing flow on which human beings have imposed meaning with arbitrary division and markers. Years, months, weeks, days, minutes, and seconds. These units of time serve as measures for human activity in human activity in education, commerce, leisure, agriculture, and religion. So it's very much abstract as it's really, time is really like a human concept. It's not, it's man-made, basically, that's how I see it. Jewish time grew out of God's imposition of order on the primeval chaos. First, God separated the light from darkness, creating day and night. Then, as a reflection of God's cycle of creation and rest, the work week was differentiated from Shabbat. Later, at the time of the Exodus, God, ma- God mandated that the Israelites mark the new moon of Nisan, thereby establishing a monthly and yearly cycle. As the body of Jewish law developed, the Jewish calendar has served to demarcate both holiday observances and numerous time-bound obligations to ensure that to ensure that certain commandments were completed at their appointed times. Four different Jewish calendar years were established to provide boundaries and markers for these activities. For example, since the Israelites were required to attribute a tenth of the years of the current year's produce, they had to know exactly when the current agricultural year began, began and ended. The four Jewish necess- the, Ju- the four Jewish New Years specified in the Mishnah are Rosh Hashanah one one, or Rosh Hashanah one one or one Tishrei. 15th of Shavat, 15th of Shavat, 1 Nisan, and 1 Elul. Like I said before in the other URL link, the first of Tishrei serves as the new year for several purposes, the one best being known as the new year for the civil calendar or the new year for seasons. 1 Tishrei. Rosh Hashanah literally means the head of the year. The Jewish New Year... Jewish New Years are traditionally figured from creation. For example, oh, I'm not going to say that for example because that's a different year right now um, in the article. But um, yeah, the New Year starts with the first of Tishrei. I'm going to skip this first paragraph. And then skip this second paragraph. And this paragraph's here about it all. This is all about, this is a bunch of paragraphs about Tishrei 1. It just gives more details and explanations about how the first of Tishrei works. The second of the four different years after Rosh Hashanah's first of Tishrei is the 15th of Shavat, which I already stated in the first article is the tree holiday about the trees. And it also involves vegetables and grains. And uh, it's usually in the month of January. But uh, yeah, the 15th of Shavat is about the tre- trees, as I stated before in the first article. The 15th of Shavat has become a minor holiday. Yes, so the 15th of Shavat about the trees is just considered um, a minor holiday, not a major one. Only Rosh Hashanah is the major one of 
major for sure. Um, in modern times, Tubishvat has become to symbolize the redemption of the land and the awakening of envi- envi- environmental awareness through the planting of trees. And unfortunately, in the 21st century, environmentally speaking, we're not doing very well for the for the environment at all. In fact, we're very much screwing it screwing it up. Yeah, the block has the blossoming in stages. Okay, now the third of the Jewish. Yeah, I'm done. With, I think yeah, I'm done. I'm done with Tubishvat. Um, you can research more about Tubishvat if you want to know more about it. Now the third of the Jewish New Years. Okay, we got is the first of Nisan, which happens in the spring, like with Passover. The fir- the third of the Jewish New Years is the first of Nisan, which corresponds to the season of the redemption from Egypt and the birth of the Israelite nation. This part particular national event defines the n- nature of the new year celebrated on the first of Nisan. The Torah's command that this month, Nisan, is for you the beginning of the months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Tied up all the counting of the, the Jewish religious festivals from the exodus from Egypt and this special religious counting system distinguished, isha- distinguished Israel from, uh, from other nations. The first of Nisan is also the new year for the reigns of the Jewish kings in line with the national emphasis of the season, the renting of houses, and the counting involved in the prohibition against delaying the fulfillment of vows. When a person vows to dedicate an object to the sanctuary, he must fulfill the vow before three festivals, beginning with Passover have passed. The first of Nisan is also the due date for using the half-shekel contribution described on Shabbat Shekelim to purchase the communal sacrifices um, for the temple. And the fourth one, the Jewish New, fourth Jewish New Year, is the first of Elul, the last New Year, first of Elul, first, first of Elul is the New Year for the tithing of ca- cattle. The tithing for cattle had to be made from cattle born in the same fiscal year between between first Elul one year and the next. Now, now cattle, I believe, again has something to do with animals, like uh, animals, like I talked about with the first article. So we're gonna close out this second article explaining the four different years and get right into the third one. Okay, let's see. Let we go. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Okay. Tishrei is among the most well-known months on the Hebrew calendar because it contains the high holidays and marks the beginning of the year, or so it seems. Indeed, to modern-day Jews, Rosh Hashanah is considered the Jewish New Year. But traditionally, the Hebrew calendar actually has four New Year days. The first of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, the first of Nisan, the 15th of Shabbat, or the New Year of the Trees, and the first of Elul, the New Year of Animal Tithel's Taxation. The Torah specifies names specifies names Nisan as the first month of the Jewish calendar. So where did Tishrei come from and how did it get, gain its New Year status? Alright, so a rabbi from uh, a Jewish ortho, from an Orthodox Jewish organization explains that Tishrei relates to the sun, which is connected to the solar year. In Hebrew, the word year is translated as Shana, which is related to the Hebrew words Sheni, which means second or repeatable, and Yash Yash Yashan, which means old. 
T-Shray represents a system that never changes. You wake up on the morning and it's just another day. You know you drive on the right side of the street, put clothes on your body. You know who you are. It is a blah feeling sometimes, but there is a benefit to that. On the other hand, Nissan, relate, Nissan relates to the moon, which is changing daily if not more frequently. Nissan is therefore the head of the month and is all about renewal. Tishrei and Nissan are all, also are tied to, uh, to the seasons in which they fall. He explains that at different times of the year, there are different energies in the world. Tishrei falls in the autumn, a time of great material beauty, namely the changing of the colors of the leaves. Nissan, on the other hand, falls in the spring, a time when, when beauty is only budding, renewing or resurfacing fresh off of winter. Alright, I'm going to skip that, the rest of that, that paragraph there, and that paragraph there. But yeah, it's explaining about Tishrei and Nissan. Oh, okay, last part of it I want to say of the article, of this third article, a page. You have these four opportunities to start over, to redefine who you are now and where you want to go. Every day can be your new year. Okay, that's the third article, and now we're going to get into the fourth and final article about the new year slash how the calendar system works. The Jewish calendar's months and years. The modern Jewish calendar is the result of centuries of mathematical, astro astronomical, and religious calculations. The months of the Hebrew calendar, which are based on lunar cycles, are referred to mostly by, num by numbers in the Bible. But they were also given names almost identical to the names for the Babylonical months. I cannot pronounce that B word. Alright, the key takeaways. The Jewish calendar is based on the Babylonian calendar, which is, which the Jews learned to appreciate during the Babylonian captivity. The calendar is a loony, the calendar is a loony solar tool based on a metonic, I don't know what the word metonic means, combination of the cycles of both the moon and the sun. It uses a 19 year cycle that includes seven leap months rather than the Gregorian's 400 year cycle with many more leap days. The ordonical number of, of the Hebrew year is the number of metonic years, don't know what, to, what metonic means again, since the traditional Jewish date of the creation of the world, 3,761 before the common era. Yes, as time is an abstract concept, some people may count as zero, Jesus, one, Jesus, 2000 AD, and before Christ, and 2020, and 2000, and 2015, and 2021, when actuality, the creation of the whole world is 3,761, 3,761, 3, that I just did and used as a 19-year cycle and 19 minutes in, 3,761 before the common era is when all the year uh, the whole world's creation and also can be used to subtract between um, Hebrew dates and English dates but that that gets a bit bit confusing so I, that's a whole other thing all right so the moon is used to, to, to do the calendar the lunar months are not are not a 30 or 31 day long thing as the secular civil calendar but rather about 29 29.5 days 
on how the Hebrew calendar works with 29.5 days and works with the moon. All right, then it talks more about the moon and the Rosh Hodesh and the difference between uh, the different days of the two, the two kinds. Uh, yeah, there was planting of crops. Uh, talks more about Babylonian. Uh, Today, more than 2,600 years later... Okay, wait. Yeah, oh, back to the sky, yeah. So the, sky, the sun is that comes up, and there's the moon. Um, each month began with a crescent moon, which was first sighted in the sky. If the sky was cloudy, you, know, you had to wait until the next day to, to, to mathematically know what really the day and time was. Today, more than 2,600 years later, we know that the Earth's solar year lasts 365.2422 days to that our lunar calendar cycle lasts 29.53059 days, and three, to get the right dates for planning, you, know, you need both of all kinds of something. All right, we already said there's Rosh Hashanah and Passover, the 15th of Nisan, and then there, and then there's also the, um, the, the, um, the holiday of the trees, um, as a third new year, and the fourth having to do with title of animals or cattle or whatever that's all about. Then it goes more about Babylon. Okay. Oh, yeah, then there's a 19-year cycle of a calendar somehow. Okay. Uh-huh. If you want to know more about the Jewish calendar and how that whole works, uh, definitely research for yourself online how the Jewish calendar year exactly works. But I just gave you some points about it in this article. With that said, I'm going to close out this thing about how the Jewish calendar works on the one link about it. If you want to do your own research, you can find out all what on exactly in more detail how it works. But with that said, I'm going to rest my mouth for a sec, because that was a lot of talking. I'm going to take some water. We'll do a quick commercial break. Then I'll give the, my, the rest of my uh, thoughts, opinions, and experiences about how I think, how I view how time is and how it's really abstract in my opinion and how, um, well, we'll talk about it more. Let me just get some water here. Oh, that was a lot of talking. I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or a computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you could be heard on all of the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free, download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS, Apple smartphone, or on your Android, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. All right, and we're back from the commercial break. Com- promoting Anchor.fm to get started for you as a new podcaster. Now, now that we got the four di- different new 
the details of the four different Jewish New Years out of, out of the way. There's not one, not two, not three, but four kinds of New Years on the Jewish calendar, and about how the Jewish calendar, and that last fourth page, about a little bit about how the Jewish New Year, Jewish calendar it works and is different from the Gregorian secular, secular calendar. Now let me really get into how I find in my personal thoughts and opinions and experiences how time is an abstract concept. Time is so abstract. It's really... Time is not really a real thing. It's like man-made. Okay, so... Okay. Some things I want to say about time. Time is the one of the most... Time, in my opinion, is a... It's something we can... We, it's the one thing we misuse the most. We can always make more money. We can always work. We can always do a number of things that can be replenished and renewed and figured out again. But the one thing we can never get back is how we use our time. The first... I was born in the 1980s. I would say from the 1980s through the end of 2018, I feel like I've wasted a lot of time on a lot of stupid stuff. It included um, watching hours of TV, which then leads to when the internet really came about, uh, hours on the internet. Um, two kinds of separate idiot boxes, as my dad called both the television and the computer idiot boxes. Um, I, mi I do miss him a lot. He, um, that's another thing. I made the first, my grandfather passed away in the spring of 2012. And if I would have known that, I wouldn't have, um, did the, um, did the, uh, seasonal work in the Thanksgiving of 2011. And then I, I who's to know that my dad would have his health problem in, uh, early June of 2017. I really don't like the condition, is it? condition he's in it's really um messed up and very sucky and uh very very disconcerting but um time is an abstract concept like okay um it's funny the, the new the name of the new james bond movie the, the 25th james bond movie is no time to die and it's it's, inter it's interesting because the last movie specter came out in 2015 and this movie supposedly is coming out for us in america in october of 2021 so it's it's basically like pretty much almost or fully six years after the last one. The last time that happened was between License to Kill 1989 and Goldeneye 1995. So this is the second longest or the longest time period um, of, of a wait between a new Bond movie. And not only that about the six years again, but, but what was the other thing? I gave the title being called No Time to Die. It's six years and there was something else about it. Uh, I hope it comes back to me. I always lose things when I don't think it... Um, so this is just my free-flowing thoughts and opinions and experiences about how I view time. I, I, okay, I got the links out of the way. Describe those. What was the other thing about Bond? I'm looking forward to it very much. I can't wait till October if it's really coming out then. Um, but as far as time goes, um, it's interesting that... I don't know if you ever noticed this, but... Someone who's very young, whether they're a baby or they're in their single digits or maybe they got to be in their teens, 20s or early 30s, that the best of us have died young, that the better you are, 
I'm not, I'm not saying this is always the case, but for a lot of cases, the the, the better person you were, the, the younger you die young, and, and then the, the longer we live, the more we're probably not so good. Or at least that's how I view things sometimes in the way time works. Um, but yeah, the sun comes out, and there's sun and darkness, darkness and sun, and that's how pe- that's how time was originally viewed through 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 the sun, and sometimes still is. There's not really like there's no time like one, uh, there's no time two thirty, five forty five, uh, ten. 10, 10, 11, these are, these are made up things, time doesn't really exist, if you want to say time exists, you will know the exact time that you were born, and yeah, um, but here, how else do I, why, time is an abstract concept, time is not a real thing, we just make, we, we, like I said with the Hebrew calendar system, our, the Hebrew calendar system, which worked way before the Gregorian secular one, um, it has very precise calculations math- mathematically on how the Jewish Hebrew calendar works. But, um, but time is an abstract concept. I wanted to talk about time being an abstract concept for a number of weeks now, but I finally today, I know I had to get it out today. It has to get out there. Oh wow, we're just, they're out, just about to reach 20, yep, yep, 29 minutes in. Alright. I may talk for another uh, 10 minutes or so. I'm just trying to wrap up now and get my um, the rest of my thoughts, opinions, and experiences about how I view time as an abstract concept and how it's really, it's it's not real. It's, it's man-made. How else can I say about this? Oh, I, another point of view about that. Okay, so when I was little and when other people were little, we wanted to grow up. I, I, I mean, I, sometimes I thought we want to grow up fast. We want to be an adult. As a kid, but then once you finally become an adult and you see how much work it is to be an adult, you want to be a kid again. So that's also a funny concept about time. How when we're little, we want to be we want to be grown, and when we're adult, we want to be little again. Uh, yeah. And was that what was that last thing about Bond they wanted to talk about? Uh, no time to die. It's been six years. I'm really looking forward to it, but I forget what that last thing, or the time piece about it that I wanted to say. Uh, again, when, when I lose a thought, it pretty much is gone, and I, I end up figuring out the thought way much later when it's already too late. Um, oh, okay, so family and friends. Since, again, with the grandfather example, and I, okay, time. Time is the one thing we can never get back. So it's best that we try to spend as much time with our family and friends as, po- as possible. Cause we really don't know if we're, we will be, if we're going to be able to see them past that original first, past any other time previously. People get busy. They have work. They have obligations with kids and all kinds of stuff. So you never really know if you're going to ever see that person again, which is why it's important to Take that time that you are with these people uh, as heartfelt as possible because you never know if you're ever going to see them again. It's, it's, um, time is, it's, it's not, it's not a real thing. We've made it something to, to, with that, a uh, fake secular Gregorian, Gregorian calendar. Yes, so I want to restate again that the begin, the real beginning of all time of creation for the entire world happens in th- three thousand, 3,761, 3761 before the Common Era. Time is an abstract concept. 
So it really is basically, there's darkness, the sun, um, the Jewish calendars on the moon. I know I'm all over here. I'm trying to like connect everything to each other in some way. Um, yeah, so the sun comes up. That's the only thing. The only thing we know for sure is that every single day the sun comes up and every single day it becomes darkness and the moon. And the moon you can some, some, sometimes be seen. Those, that is, and that's how the outside was shown back in the ancient days and how to calculate and see time. The mathematics of the Jewish calendar has 19 years involved and other very precise calculations. Um, but to you, Again, to you, you might say that today is Monday, 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 September 13th, 2021, when in all actuality, it's actually the 7th of Tishrei, 5782. We're in the year 5782, and then, um, um, yeah, uh, we're always, the Jewish calendar is always three months ahead of the secular Gregorian one. And some of you may make it to be eventually to be in the 5790 something of the dates once all the 5780s are done at some point. But, um, it's just kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's something to think about on how time works really. And how, you know, we only get 24 hours each day. To get a lot of stuff done. But it just feels like, you know, again, it goes back to when you're a kid, you want to become an adult. But when, when you're an adult, you want to go back to being a kid. We all, and we just get 24 hours uh, to try to, like, make do with, well, 24 hours now, how we calculate things these days. Um, time is an abstract concept. It's made up. It's not real. Or it's, it's. It's hard to explain to someone. How, how, how would you exp explain time to someone who's never heard about time before? Well, again, I would go back to the Jewish Hebrew calendar, how that's more precise and mathematical and uh, real detailed as opposed to uh, how a golf in the a secular Gregorian calendar doesn't make a whole lot, heck of a lot of sense. Time is an abstract concept. It's interesting about time. Uh, back to the bond. One, one new thought I have with the bond thing is that Daniel Craig was is the only bond that got to be bond in three different three different decades. In two thousand six, two thousand eight, he had his first two movies. In two thousand twelve and two thousand fifteen, he had his third and fourth. And in two thousand twenty one, now God willing, hopefully, he has his uh, fifth in the twenty twenty decades. So he was actually James Bond over three different kinds of decades in the course of 15 years. So I thought that that, that, that was a new, an extra thought about Bond, but um, that wasn't the one I was originally thinking of as a third thing with time, as it related to time, but it just came to me as an extra one. Because um, yeah, I, I lose my track of my thoughts so easily unless I write stuff down. Yeah, I like to write stuff down in notes. Uh, but yeah, time time to wrap up. Last few remaining thoughts. I can get easily sidetracked. Let's go over some remaining last few minute thoughts about how time is an abstract concept. Time is not real. There's no 222, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, 2, There's military time. Check out my military sex time joke. Uh, a few months ago on my platform podcasting. Uh, but yeah, there's, um, military time goes through 24. You know, there's 1330, 
1645, you know, if it goes past the 12 through 13 through 24, do your own research if you want to know more about that. But yeah, time is not really real. Time is kind of like an illusion. It feels like, oh, the last thing, I, the last really big thing I want to say about time before I forget is that how, how in a day or in a week, how something could feel so long for some of us, but then so short. One example of this is how maybe you're taking a test or you're nervous for the job interview or something, other types of examples I can't think of where you feel like something is taking a whole long time in a day or a week when really it was just a short amount of time and vice versa when something was small and short but it felt long. So either something was really long and take a whole lot of time but it was really short or short and then felt long. This could go with like how the planes work, how airplanes work. When an airplane goes in a certain direction, it feels like it takes a long time, even though it's shorter. And then way back, it actually takes a longer time uh, with the air currents, with airplanes, airs, um, days and weeks, how you feel like something is short, but it's long or it felt long, but it's really short or short and long, long and short, short and long. Um, but yeah, time is really not really, time is what we've made of it. It's not really a th- like, time is not, time is not, it, it's not real. It's made, it's how we made it up in so many ways. So I think that pretty much covers the majority of, of what I want to say about time and how time is, in my personal opinion, an abstract concept and that in time, which we cannot get back, we should spend it with as much time with his family and friends as possible and to try to get as much done while we're here because just think about it. It's just like, so how much time was wasted? Definitely with television and the internet. Um, especially the internet these days that we should try to find um, as as much useful um, in spending time with friends, family and with our well, all the po- projects we want to get, get done while we're here even though it feels long and short and it goes back to the calendar systems and the sun and the moon and all so much more that I talked about covered a lot here but yeah, I really did want to get out the... Um, Oh, for example, right now, oh, just hit 10.58 on September 13th, uh, two minutes away from 11 o'clock. Again, not really real. Uh, oh, one last thing. I almost forgot again. Oh, my goodness. Good thing I remember. See, this is why I don't like to rush these podcasts because these free-flowing, free-flowing thoughts happen at all different times. And what I wanted to say again with time is about the time, time zones <laughs> on the other side of the world. On the other side of the world, it's uh, there were like twelve to twenty-four hours ahead, depending on which part of the world we're talking about. Breaking from the east coast, um, western hemisphere, and the eastern hemisphere. How like right now we're in the daytime, but like on the other side of the world or the other hemisphere, it's a different season, or it's darkness, or they're twenty-two hours ahead of us, or twenty hours ahead of us, depending on whether they're talking about Australia or New Zealand or wherever they place the, the case may be. That the, that the, the fact that we had to come up with time zones to differentiate between Western Hemisphere North and and the Eastern Hemisphere, the Asian countries, and the United States and the Americas—it's wild and to just to think about. There's there's time zones. 
That's a whole other thing about how time zones work. How it could be seven hours ahead or eight hours ahead somewhere else, or 15 hours, 20 hours. So I had to get that in there. But yeah, time is an abstract concept. Time is an abstract concept. It's 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 outside of us. We are really we are really just finite. We are finite creatures. We are finite creatures. And time is just kind of an illusion. Much how much of this world is a freaking illusion. But yeah, those were some of my how I talked about the uh, the four the four different Jewish New Years. A little bit about the Jew, the the Jew, how the Jewish calendar system works on the lunar moon way, and how it's more precise and 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 has been around longer than the secular Gregorian calendar, um, and some of my own thoughts, opinions, and experiences about how I view time, and how I connected some James Bond stuff in there, and the last minute last minute thing about the hemispheres and the uh, different time zones, and how we should uh, try to keep. Keep, keep time in mind when trying to connect to our friends, family, and try to stay away from the different idiot boxes. And, you know, a little, again, and all, all, all the stuff that can connect and involve where your, how your mind goes with how time can work, how time can work and how time cannot work. Now that I'm officially 40 minutes in, I'm going to close it out here because at this point I think I'm rambling. But I, hopefully I got all those major thoughts and opinions out and experiences Maybe I'll do a follow-up about time in the future. But this is a good... This is, has a lot of good content and stuff in here for you guys to take... Uh, learn from here. And uh, definitely... Defi- definitely see you in two weeks as I start my 10 James Bond episodes. I don't know when my next episode will be after now. But definitely know for sure that the first of 10 James Bond episodes will happen in two weeks from now. But with all that said, these are my thoughts, opinions life experiences, and all kinds of stuff involving how I view time as an abstract concept, at least in my personal opinion. Thank you for listening. I hope you got something out of this. Take care of yourselves. I'll see you in AMC movie theaters for for hopefully no time to die soon. And um, of course, everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is... This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC, signing out.